Hello and welcome to the RevOps Show. When the world talks about CRM implementation, they usually also talk about the importance of gaining adoption and utilization from their team. While there's nothing wrong with those goals, there's a tendency to use adoption and utilization together to mean the same thing, and that's not the case. Adoption and utilization are actually two different things, which Doug and Jess get into here on this episode of The RevOps Show. Jess, it comes down to this. You can get busy living or you can get busy dying. Okay, wow, you threw me off. You totally did not start like you ever start. What's happening? Well, I added Jess. Originally, I was just going to say you can either get busy live, living or you can get busy dying. You did add Jess. I was ready to say, Doug, what, what's, we, we are in the upside down. We are in the upside down. So do you know where that line comes from? I don't remember. No. Shawshank Redemption. Oh, is it Shawshank? Yeah, that's right. At the, at the, end, at the end of the movie, and that's what everyone thought. Oh, my God, he's going he's gonna to off himself. Yeah. Get busy living or get busy dying. Yep. What's that? Where are they going? Want Wantaneo? Is that the? I always forget the. I don't. I don't. Rem- it, it's like it's been years since I've seen that movie. Oh, you have to watch the movie once a year. I mean, it's 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 probably been ten years since I've seen Shawshank. Oh I love God. I love the movie. Actually, oh like the goodness. short story by Stephen King, but yeah, it's been it's been a while since I've seen it. So, so what are the required movies to watch? To work at Lyft, Shawshank Redemption, Groundhog Day, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. <laughs> Glenn, I was going to say definitely Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross. What other? Any other movies come to mind? Twenty Twelve. No, I'm kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> no, that those are the movies our customers are supposed to watch. That's a movie our customers are supposed to accurate, watch. Accurate, accurate. No, I think I think that I think that about covers it. Um, I'm sure some, and then and then TV series Silicon Valley. Obviously, succession. House of Lies. <laughs> yes, House of Lies. Succession. And succession. Good place. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you have to watch The Good Place. I mean, people in life, just in general, should watch The Good Place. Also, Shawshank, but. <laughs> By the way, I think everything we just listed, as a general rule, people in life should watch that. I think that. Although if we're talking about general, I would add Sopranos, Breaking Bad. West yeah, Wing. I, I, have, I haven't watched Breaking Bad. We, we talked Breaking about West, Bad? West Wing yesterday. You and I have talked I about this. That. I can't I know, get through I forget season that. two. Can't get through it. Have can't you tried it. to watch it again? Like I bet you if you started to watch it, I bet you you'd get through. I've, I've, I've not tried in the past couple of years. I've tried several <laughs> times and it just, I don't know what it is. It can't hold my attention. I don't know why. Because... Like I remember, um, so I used so I, when Orange Is the New Black was running through the first time, and I know you love Orange Is the New Black. OITB, yeah. OITNB, sorry, OITNB. Um, I I I watched it, really liked it, and then it got to the season where they had the riot in the prison, and I don't think I could get through the second episode of that season. Of that season? Yes. Oh really? Now, now, now remember. I mean, after that season, it falls off the rails a little bit, but but. Well, but so that was the season that they flipped up the whole storytelling arc. Yeah. To where timing changes, where the entire season took place in a day or two, in a day, and it yeah. just got 
Um, but then like 24, it's like 24, <laughs> but then I watched it like a couple of years later, I watched from the beginning and got through the season. It's like, I, I think that the gap between it, but whatever, but so that's my point is I think if you watch breaking bad now, okay, maybe you'll be able to get through it. Maybe I need to try. I maybe, don't think you've tried since you've been here. I think I tried once. The other, the other problem is maybe it's cause I'm trying to binge it. I don't know. Oh, it's a great, Breaking Bad is a great show to binge. It's not good for your psyche, but it's a... Well, so like, like I, I think I binged the first season of The Handmaid's Tale and I was very, I was very not in a good place after that. So maybe that's the same problem with Breaking Bad. Have, have you watched other seasons of Handmaid? I've watched the second season. So like, I don't, I don't think that you'll have the same problem in the other seasons of binging. I mean, it's certainly dystopian, but the first season is the book. I'm aware. And then it's a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. So it's not quite, you know, it's not Margaret Atwood. Yeah. But I was very, I was very. Not was, for the record. I, 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 I had to go watch. I've, I have to go watch West Wing after I had to go watch West Wing after that. <laughs> so I, I remember when um, I think we ended up binging it because I, D- Danny had read the book. And so when the series came out, I went ahead and put on the first episode. Uh-huh. The first episode was so slow. Oh, it's like, very. I could I couldn't even, and I, I couldn't watch it. And then for some reason, I'm like, okay, let's just see, and got through it. Then, um, then I, yeah, then I picked it up. I think yeah. it's Elizabeth Moss at her best overacting. I, I, saw I don't some... know. There's some episodes of Mad Men. Mad Men. That's another show that you have to watch. Oh, um, Mad Men. Yes, 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 yes. I don't know. There's some episodes of Mad Men where she goes a little bit over the top in the later seasons. I saw. I saw somebody. I remember an, a review of, I guess, like season five or whatever. And it's like for the fifth season of close-ups of Elizabeth Elizabeth Moss uh, screaming or yeah or grimacing or it's true or whatever yeah so it's true anyhow Jess big weekend big 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 weekend it is have you reviewed your lineup I have not <laughs> you might you might want to change some things up so here's the problem. Here's the problem. So I used to be a pretty, a pretty big football fan. I have small children now, so we don't. And and with us not having cable anymore, like I like, I don't pay that close of attention to be able to change my lineup. Like like I don't know enough to know. So I'm in I'm in it for the camaraderie. So I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll and make, hopefully I'll, I'll make and some hopefully, recommendations. Hopefully the glory of the ESPN auto draft. <laughs> I'll make some recommendations for you. Some lineup changes you should make this weekend. I'm not going to take any of those because I don't trust you. You don't trust me. I don't trust you. I thought. I thought we had trust. With As you. we covered on the last episode, which was recorded yesterday, there's maybe one person on the team who's more competitive than me, and it is you. So I, I will not be taking your your recommendations for me changing my lineup since my team is going up against you this weekend. Well, you had a big dub yesterday. I did. I did. It, did I, or did I not aid in that victory? You Your did. victory. You did. So you why did. would this be any different? Um, yeah, I don't you, trust are, you. Are you saying I'm not, I'm not. Yesterday I was not competing against you directly. Aha. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know what they say, don't you? What do they say, Doug? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. True. True. You know, I don't All really right. believe that, though. I don't really believe you, that. You don't? I don't. Okay. 
I don't. Good. I don't. You know what I say? What? Let it go. Let it go. It's been a while since we've had a on a song drop on the on the podcast. I think. Bueller. There we go. Bueller. All right. We are not here to review movies and TV shows and talk about fantasy football. <laughs> Where does that may sound? <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh, I got my podcasts mixed up. Yeah. I thought this was Siskel and Davidoff. Yeah. I like I like how I'm Siskel in this scenario. Um all right, today I want to talk about a topic that it's been on my mind a lot lately. It's actually on my mind a lot in general. I get to have a hot take today, by the way. You do? I do. I, I, can't, have a hot take. I can't. Oh, I can't wait to can't wait to hear it. We're going to talk about uh, a, adoption and utilization of what CRM. <laughs> okay, so let's go. Let's talk about where, it. adoption and utilization. Where I want to start, and I'm gonna I'm gonna flip the questions around a little bit on you. <laughs> I want to know, first of all, why do you talk about these things separately? Because as I was doing my research, unequivocally, everybody talks about adoption and utilization together and usually as the same thing. So, so why do you talk about adoption and utilization as two different things? Did you ever see the movie The World According to Gart? Oh, my God. You want to talk about another movie that it's been years since I've seen? Did you ever read the book? No, I never read the book. The World According to Doug. In, in, the, in the world according to Doug, see what I was saying had nothing to do with the world. I, I other than should, should have known. Um, it's because in my world there are different things. You you need adoption before you can have utilization. But but adoption is a minimum standard, right? I can get adoption, but just because it's been quote unquote adopted, mm-hmm. it's, it's the old are you are you committing or are you complying? There's two types of agreement. Right? There's a commitment agreement and then there's a complying agreement. Okay, I'm going to do that because you told me I need to do that. Okay. And, and I've seen a lot of people who say, um, we're not going to have an adoption problem. It's as simple as this. If you don't put it in the CRM, you're not getting paid. Uh, outside of the fact that anyone who thinks about anyone who thinks about that knows that's a bluff because that's not legal. But but outside of that, um, let's say that... Well, I find reps respond really well to that. Yeah, but the difficulty is it doesn't... Um, right. But let's say let's say that like you can probably get adoption from that, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not being used correctly. It's not being used the way it's supposed to be used, and and so you actually get into um, a worse scenario, right? It's almost worse than not having adoption. Mm-hmm. And then when I don't have adoption, I know the data's bad, right? When I have adoption, I think the data's good, but it's not good, right? Because Deals aren't going in until late. I mean, I, I mean, we're we're working with a company, and and they shared with us that you know when a deal gets created, finance gets notified. Mm-hmm. Why the hell are you notice, notifying finance? Because, right, and and then, you know, we we start estimating at that point. Oh, okay, that means every time I put something in and and it's wrong, you know, it it looks bad, yep. right? And and so so what am I going to do? I'm not going to put it in. Right? Yeah. I'm not going to put it in until it has to be put in. I mean, we, we, you know, how many times have we seen this to be able to, to be able to quote, it needs to be in the CRM. Okay. So it gets in a day before they quote yep. and then they go around and they say, well, look, you know, our, if we get in front of somebody, we win that business all the time. 
we never lose business. Well, well, right. You never lose business because they've already committed to it. Right. And, and so, you know, we, we were talking with, with a company and this is actually something I've been talking about for a while. Like one of the things we need to do is we need to de destigmatize closed lost. Yep. Um, and, and we, we, we need to, we need to reward early entry. And, and mm-hmm. one of the ways that I try to talk to salespeople about this is if you want us to invest in you, if, if, if you want us to invest in the process, if you want us to invest in making your life easier, I, I, I need to see what's happening before it becomes high probability because yep. that's where I can actually have impact, right? Yep. The other thing that I need to be able to do is if I'm going to invest in something around there, I, it, I need to be, build a track record that our investments pay off. But yep. if I'm looking at, at incorrect data, if I'm not finding a way, like, you know, how can we, how often do salespeople complain that, that their targets are too high? They're not, they're not realistic. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, they can't be realistic because we don't have realistic data in there. So, you know, we talk about, you know, when, when you, when you think about adoption, you're, you are violating the prime directive. Mm-hmm. Right you're putting the technology in the lead, right? Yeah. What we want is we want utilization. You're adopting the business process and the business part of the business process is the recording of that, if you will. Are we using, so, so adoption in its simplest is, are you using it? Mm-hmm. Utilization is, are you using it the way we intended to use it? Are you using it in a way that it's, it's doing the job that it's supposed to be doing and in a way that we can um, enter an ongoing continuous improvement. And so that's why they're, they're thought of as the same, mm-hmm. but they're actually very, very different. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that I adopt sense. the tool. I adopt it. Like I can just have an auto login every day. Well, so, so we're going to, we're going to get to tracking Adoption. I'm going to tell you another reason why adoption, um, why, 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 why it's different and why I talk about it very differently. <clears throat> adoption is bad. Utilization is good. Why is adoption bad? Is this your hot take? This is my hot take because a lot of people okay. say it's all about adoption. Mm-hmm. The objective of your CRM implementation is adoption. Yeah. Bullshit. The objective is never adoption. Okay. What's the, the objective? objective should not- never be adoption. Okay. What should the objective be if it shouldn't be adoption? Revenue growth, um, growth velocity, higher margins. But you can't get that without adoption. It's not true. Do you really believe that that's not true? You can't, that you can get those things without adoption? Sure. I've seen lots of companies that don't have CRM, that don't have formal CRM grow and and see their growth rates increase. Now, do I think the cost of not having it is far greater? My, my, My point behind this is, if I look at it through the lens of adoption, you can't help it. You're looking at it through the lens of compliance and you're looking at it as participation. And so there are, there are, there are groups out there who are talking about this, you know, training, 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 throwing more in there. And, and one of the things that's really interesting is you end up not asking why. Mm-hmm. You, you know what? One of the things that kills adoption and utilization, over-information, too much information. What do you mean by over-information? Can you give me... An example. Um, sure. Let's talk about our friends at the HubSpot Partner Program. Okay. They've gotten much better at this. 
But you remember the time when we would get like 17 emails a week? Yes. <laughs> and then something would happen and we'd be like, what the hell? Yeah. And we're like, well, we sent you an email. Yeah. Like, well, you send me 700 emails a month. Yeah. And 99% of them have nothing to do with me. How do you expect me to find like, so if you keep throwing like every, everything you throw at me that doesn't matter to me, that's not relevant to me makes, makes me tune that out more. And, and so they're like, that's why data is killing sales and marketing. Yeah. And that's just so much stuff that it doesn't, it doesn't mean anything anymore. See, yeah. Narrow Dakota, the focus. That's what Dakota thinks about adoption. Narrow the focus, increase the yield. Um, Okay. That makes sense. So what causes, I want to, I want to start with adoption. I want to start with adoption. What causes users to not adopt the, the product? Like what, what causes the adoption issue? Friction, irrelevant can you expand on that pain. So there's only one, there's only one strategy that I've ever found one approach that I've ever found that, that creates adoption utilization consistently mm -hmm. and sustainably. And that is when the juice is worth the squeeze, when it's easier to do, to do my job using this than it, than it is to not use it. And so when I'm having to take extra steps, when I'm, when I'm inputting information, so here's a great example. I, and I've, I've had a sales manager who did this and I've seen many more on one hand, they yell at me about information, not being in the CRM. Mm-hmm. And then an hour later, they reach out to me after I've updated the CRM and asked me what's going on in this account. Right. Well, I'm sorry. If you're going to ask me anyways, then I don't really see the point of. Okay. Right. How many times do we have someone who tells us required, you know, gives us a list of 18 required properties? <laughs> More right. frequently than I would like. Right. And I used to and, be on the other side of this, by the way. And, and, and what, what, what got us, I'm like, so, so what do we, what do we do with that information? Oh, well, it's something that we like to know. Right. Okay. Well, if we don't know it, does it like. Yep. Right. But by the way, um, how, how often do we see the, the, the seven required properties that, that let's just say legitimately are required. Right. And so at deal creation or company creation or whatever, all seven required properties need to be, they're all down there as required properties. Right. So, so wait a second. Like, well, we're not putting our deals in early enough, right? But to put our deal in, I have to fill out seven things outside of the fact that I probably don't know all seven. Yep. I'm like, you know what? I've got two seconds to do this. What, what's nice is if I put, if I put it in and I forget to put in the required information, I can be pinged. I can be notified. I'm going to be reminded because I'm going to see the deal. I'm like, oh, that's right. I need to add this. Yep. If I don't add it, if I don't add it at the time. And I forget about it. There's nothing that, that causes a reminder. By the way, I still, I still have an anxiety dream. You know the anxiety dream, like you don't know where your class is. I have that dream too. One of the anxiety dreams I still have is that someone, like we closed business with somebody. We're having a really bad month, but there was somebody who said yes. And I can't remember who it is. So you can't finalize it and, and, and build. That is an anxiety dream that I have. That, 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 it, that tells me so much about you. <laughs> um, on this my point, favorite, though, about my most common anxiety dream is I'm, I'm in college, but my classes are taking place in my elementary school. Okay. Which is a very, very strange thing. Right. And I haven't, it, it's, it's the final exam. 
So it's the last day of the semester, but I haven't been to the class since the first day of the semester. <laughs> and I can't remember where the class is, where the classroom is. That's my I don't have any, I don't have any of these anxiety dreams anymore. I have, I have What's other your anxiety, anxiety dreams. Dream? Oh, I have, I have anxiety dreams that are client related that are just, it's, it's not good, Doug. <laughs> do you have any general, like, do you have any general anxiety dreams? No, I don't think so. I have, I have dreams about getting chased by people. It's, it, I don't know. It's, it's not good. <laughs> I don't know. Though, one of your anxiety dreams is one of your anxiety dreams that we've just finished a large implementation and no one's adopting it. Is that I why used, we're talking about I this used, today? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, that, that's, that's my number one anxiety dream. Um, going back to what you were saying about friction though, we talk about this in the, in the process with our clients a lot, which is the, the concept of the inverse friction principle, which I think is what you're, what you're getting at, which is the, ease and effortlessness of a user's experience has an inverse relationship on the complexity involved in designing the system, which is what makes the experience so easy and effortless. So basically building, yeah, building the, building the genius into the system, not having the user having to manage the complexity. You want to know the fastest way to, to, to walk right down the path to failure of adoption, utilization, and impact? Well, all 18 we need required. Is, oh, all we need. All is. we need is, right? No, no, no. Yeah. Let's, let, you know, what we say, let's keep it simple. And it's like, well, and what we end up keeping simple is, is the configuration and the implementation. So all the difficulty comes in using. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you know what? You know what? If I have to do a lot of thinking, it's easier to do it in a spreadsheet. Yep. Yep. That's why so many, that's why so many reps use spreadsheets. It's easier just to search in my email. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and so that, I mean, I'll tell you another, another, another big reason why every time I use it, I get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, it's why pipeline reviews are so bad. All they are is, okay, so this is, is this the hour opportunity you get to yell at me that you get to, that you get to judge everything in hindsight, right? That, that's why pipeline reviews are, are demotivating and horrible. So, so it's like, how is this generating value for me what's happening here i mean this is why we say it's you should never talk about it or think about it as a crm initiative or or even a tech initiative it's a sales performance initiative it's a it's a sell more with less effort initiative how are you doing that um you you talked on you talked about too much information but the another thing that i saw frequently as i was looking looking at things is training is often cited for the reason users are not not adopting so is and that or the, utilizing. because we're training them on how to use the CRM, that's why they're not adopting? Well, it's because training's ineffective you're, or, or you're just not training your users. Do you, do you actually think right, that's if you're the problem? Training, if you're training on how to use the CRM, then the training is not effective and, and you won't get it. And, and, and it'll, it'll put a drag on adoption and utilization. Um, before I moved it, that's not what you expect it. That's not what you expect it. Think about what I just said. If you're training on CRM, it is not Mm -hmm. effective. So do you, so how, how should you train? Shouldn't you train on the CRM? You train on the process. You train on the business process and the CRM is hand in glove with it. So I just shared a training plan with, with, with a client and it's about Mm -hmm. managing the account, managing an account, building an account plan. Um, Managing the expand sale, building a cross-sell opportunity, building your pipeline, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's what the training is about. What that training is going to do is 
because you know what we're talking about. It has the CRM so interwoven into it, but it's not, here's how you use the CRM to put an account plan together. It's here's what, here, here's how you, here's how you plan for the account. Now, when we're training on this and we're showing as we're building the account, we're going to show examples and screens of using the CRM. Yeah. Right. We're going to say, see how we've structured this so that you don't have to think about everything and, and there's a, there's a place for it. So I'm not training on the CRM. The thing to understand is people do not adopt CRM. They do not Mm -hmm. adopt technology. They adopt behaviors. They adopt business process, teach the behavior, teach the business process. Look, we are humans are, are creatures of the path of least resistance. Yep. Right. We don't have to train you. We don't have to enforce to get you to do the easier thing. So would you say before, before I move on to what you can do to drive adoption, would you say that there's anything from a utilization standpoint that would be different that would cause users not to utilize the product or those two hand in hands? Well, so, so again, um, the, the, the problem with adoption mm-hmm. is I can get adoption with force. Yeah. So using the tool, which would, which is a cause for lack of adoption, friction, which is cause for lack of adoption. I can overcome that. Yeah. With, with force. Mm-hmm. You will be fired if you don't use the serum. Yeah. Right. I, I, I remember um, when I was at the Hertz corporation, I was notorious for, for turning my expense, my, my expense reports in very, very, very late. Mm-hmm. Um, Stupid on my part, because hell, I'd put the money out, which by the way, when I got reprimanded multiple times and, and got threatened that if going forward, if I didn't have my, um, my expense reports in by the 30th, the 30th of the month that they occurred, I would stop getting paid commissions, right? That was the threat that I got, right? To which I said, wait a second, I'm basically giving you a no interest loan. Why do you care? Outside of that, what, what got finance off my ass on that was when I said, look, I said to my manager, I said, look, I get it. It's wrong. I'm going to try to get better, but I can do, I can do one of two things. I can prioritize growing my accounts or I can prioritize getting my expense reports in for, you know, on a timely basis, which would you like to be my first priority? Right. Right. But again, you can get that with, with force utilization. I mean, utilization is harder um, because utilization Mm -hmm. is all about you know, is the process right? Does, does, does it work? Is it, I mean, utilization is the juice for the squeeze. By the way, if I, if your CRM is right and you see how we use it, right. And, and you see how, when we get people to use it, right. The utilization becomes self-reinforcing because yeah. all of a sudden you see this works. By the way, I, I love checking off exit criteria, right? There's a psychological, I mean, you know, they've proven there's a psychological, you get, you get an endorphin yeah. and dopamine rush when you cross something off your to-do list. Yep. Right, so rather than moving, you know, I used to move a stage. What what excitement is there that I moved the stage? Now I'm checking it off, checking it off. Hey, I checked off this thing, which is a future stage. Don't need to worry about that. And then the stage flows. And then it's like, yep, yep. Look, right. And, and you know, think about as we're, you know, how, how we're doing it in terms of how we're managing tickets and those things. There's, we actually create that reinforcing element because it's reinforcing what I'm doing. And oh, by the way, because I've built that into the CRM correctly, gotten through the, the you getting used to a new thing phase. Suddenly, I don't have to think about exit criteria anymore. Before I yeah. had exit criteria, I had to think about it all the time. What am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? 
By the way, as as the manager, I look at my pipeline. I look at my my team's pipeline, and I see these deals are in this um, are in this stage of of whatever the process is. Guess what? I don't have to do. I don't have to wonder. Well, what's different about each one? Like, I don't have to ask why is it in this stage. I know why it's in. And so now I get to ask you the question that where I know that 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 I know that answer is there. So when you say, "Oh, I don't know." Yeah. Like red flags have been identified. Awesome. So what are the top two or three red flags? Mm-hmm. Well, um, it's, you know, it's kind of, well, hold on a second here. We marked that off as, as exit criteria. So what, right. And, and so like, I don't have to reprimand you for that. It's like, oh, yeah. so we need to, un- so again, that when it, when it's not in alignment with what I'm doing, when I have to change how I'm working to make it work. Now I'm not saying you don't change how somebody's working. Because you should be marking off exit criteria. That, that's a skill that we need to teach. We need to talk about why that's important. Yep. But by the way, now, I don't want to have a conversation without my CRM up because it's holding a whole bunch of the right data. And I don't need to think about it. And I don't need to remember a whole bunch of things. And if I do it completely, I don't have to worry about my manager saying, so how'd the call go today? Yeah. And if my manager does call me, my manager calls me and says, Hey, I saw this happen in the call today. How can I help? Yep. Yep. So, so now I want to move to, we talked about why, why people don't adopt, why people don't, why you don't get utilization. Let's talk about how do I drive utilization? You made me think of something. So, Mm -hmm. so I think the reason I talk about adoption and utilization is because I do a lot with, with, you know, before their customers are in the early mm-hmm. stage. And if I were to talk about utilization, they wouldn't know what I mean. But I never think about adoption. I only think about utilization. And, and the yeah. reason for that is if you're utilizing it, it's adopted. Yep. But if it's adopted, it's not necessarily being utilized. Yep. And again, utilization is an element of, is it being used in, in the way and intent that we wanted it used? And in the areas where it's not being used like that, are we using that like, that, that's a nice little data input to say, hey, maybe there's something wrong with what we were thinking. Maybe there's something wrong with the business process. Maybe there's maybe there's um, that adjustment. So what was the question again? What? How do you drive utilization? How do you drive a sale? Oh, <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> I don't even know where to start, Doug. <laughs> so, the, so the word that comes to mind with drive uh-huh. If you were to play word association, you say drive. So say drive. Drive. Push. Forward. No, 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 no. We're, <laughs> we're just doing that one word. I thought we were ping-ponging. Okay. No, no, no. Drive. Gotcha. The word I associate to drive is push. Is push. Okay. Right. How do you drive adoption? How do you drive utilization? Mm-hmm. How do you push utilization? Mm-hmm. Now, if I said, how do you push utilization? That's a Very silly negative. question. But it's also a silly question. You mm-hmm. can't, right? Okay. Have you ever tried to push a string? Have I ever tried to push a string? No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, piece of string. What happens if you try to push it? It doesn't really work. No. Have you ever tried to pull it? Yes. You don't You don't drive utilization. You pull it. Okay. You lead it, right? Okay. You, utilization becomes natural. By the way, mm-hmm. that's what adoption really is. It's just... Mm-hmm. We, you know, I haven't adopted, I've not truly adopted the tool. 
until I'm using it the way that it's supposed to be used. Yeah. Right. And you might go, well, why have two, why have two terms? Well, why do you have lead marketing qualified lead sales qualified lead? Cause there's different levels of, of what you're doing. They mean different things. Yeah. And so how do you, how do you pull? Well, one thing is you, you, you demonstrate it, right? How okay. are you using the CRM? Yeah. Right. Remember the goal's not the CRM. Mm-hmm. The goal's not adoption of the CRM. The goal's the outcome. We're right. never going to operate in a perfect criteria. I mean, if you're going to yell at me that there's a piece of data missing, there better be a, like, if you're yelling at me about it, there better be a incredibly important reason. Like, this piece of data is missing and it's prevented us from being able to build a client for 72 days. Right. Yeah, I can be, I can get pretty, this, this data was wrong. And so the success manager looked like an idiot. And and we're having to right, okay, that's that that means something. But it's like you didn't fill in the 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 category of inquiry when the category of inquiry doesn't matter, it's like, okay, fine. Like there's there 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 is that balance. Cause again, if 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 I'm gonna get yelled at, if I'm gonna get reprimanded, if I'm gonna get judged on mm-hmm. on things that I don't do that aren't critical, then what you're telling me to do is wait until I absolutely have to put it in. Right. right. You're, you're, you're reducing that utilization. Whereas if we're talking about, you know, if, if we're talking about the sales process, by the way, are you looking at the CRM as the manager? Are you looking at the CRM to get an understanding of what's happening before you ask the rep or are you going, oh. and let me tell you, I, I mean, A, I used to do this and B, I still struggle not to. It's so much easier just to go, Jess, what's mm-hmm. going on with this? Yep. I have to go in and look at the CRM before I ask you. <laughs> yeah. Oh. But, but now when I go to you and I say, Jess, what's, and you're like, you, by the way, I don't even have to say anything. I don't ask you about these things because you logged them in. I ask you about these things because you didn't log anything in. You're going to naturally begin to pick up that pattern. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, So, you know, how are you using it? Are you keeping things up to date? Have you noticed as we started adding people on things, they've increased how they add in the CRM instead of just sending a Slack message or this or that. So are you, are you leading that? Another reason that people lose adoption is, is what's old is old. What's old is invisible. Mm-hmm. You know what? Being disciplined is hard. <laughs> and, and so sometimes, I mean, like, you know, the easiest thing to do is nothing. Yeah. Now, the problem sure. is when I do nothing, all kinds of other problems happen. Right. So, so yeah, I do fall out of it. Mm-hmm. Right? And, and, and like you've seen this, I mean, there are, I go through a period of time where there's no one who keeps their tasks more up to date than I do. And then I go through periods where like, does he even know that there's a task section? Right. Yep. Right. Um, yeah. Same. So, so the other element that, that, that drives utilization is always be launching. Yep. Right. Um, I call it CRM Christmas. You should have, you should have three to four CRM Christmases a year. Right. And, and realize when you're relaunching your CRM, you're not actually relaunching the CRM. You're relaunching your business process. Yeah. Right. It, I mean, think about the product launch. Think about what the product launch does. I think, oh, wait, hey, we got to check this out. Why that look excited? People start talking about it. Mm-hmm. Right? You know, the, you know, it, it's a thematic. It's, it's bringing things back. It's keeping things fresh. It's, you know, it's updating. It's also listening, right? How are you listening to, the, to your users, to your team? And how is that impacting, you know, it's like when you ask for feedback and you don't do anything with it. Well, you're going to stop getting feedback. 
Yeah, and I, I think also on involving users, like having some some key people, you know, give feedback and also help with dictating some of what you're going to build that's new, getting getting that feedback early and initially they feel heard and then they also feel like they've got some skin in the game. Um, we build that in as we're as we're doing implementations and, and should be doing that even as you're leading up to these different CRM Christmases as you. You know, you know, one of the questions that I would ask, and if you want to drive utilization is what are you reducing in your CRM? Yeah. Yeah. You know, if, if, if certainly if you look at all the things that people are posting, it's they added to this and they, you know, Hey, we added this report and we added this report and we added this report. Look at how much value we're giving you. No, no, you're not. You're yeah. not giving me value when you add, you know what, you know, what gives me value. You know, what is far more valuable than giving me something is extracting, taking something yep. away. Hey, that's something I don't have to pay attention to. Yep. Right. How, how can you get me the signal better? Right. And, and, and so, I mean, we see it mm-hmm. and it's hard not to, Oh, we need this. Oh, we need this. Right? Yep. Are we, are we updating? Are we refreshing? Are we looking at, by the way, here's an interesting question internally. What's your CRM utilization? I.e. Mm-hmm. the data that we're putting in the CRM, how much of that data is actually getting utilized? You know, you know what a funny thing is that I found about adoption and utilization is if I limit the number of things that you have to do, mm-hmm. you do more things. Yep. Right. So, so if I have this property in there, look, this is for you. We have this in here for you to help keep things ordered, whatever. Um, if you don't want to use it, that's fine. You're, yep. you're more likely to use it. Yep. Yep. By the way, that's why I'm a big, that's one of the reasons that I hate required properties is required properties are a stick. What do you mean by that? Um, they're the, the proverbial nun taking the ruler and slapping you on the, so I go and oh, I hit okay. I create and it goes, these properties need to be filled in. Yep. What what I'm a bigger fan of is, well, a progression, right? Mm-hmm. So when like, why did that stage not move? Why this? Oh, I forgot to put in the product name. Mm-hmm. After a couple of times, you know what I never forget to do? I never forget to put in the product name, and no one has to tell me to do that. And by the way, what happens is I now get a dopamine hit rather than a yeah, an hour. and or and- or the notification. Mm-hmm. Hey, we noticed you added such and such. It's missing this, this, and this. When that is, when you have that information, you add it, it moves to, it'll, it'll progress to the next stage. Yeah. I haven't, I have another thought on that on top of um, notification, which we use frequently, but I've actually seen this. Cause like I said, I was on the other side of, well, we got to have the required fields to make sure they fill them in. And since we've rolled that back and, and done what we do with it, with notifications, it, it, like I've seen sales reps, like fully come out on the other side of this where they're filling everything in and doing more. Like you said, the, the other thing we'll use is an exception report for certain Mm -hmm. things as well, where we'll have an actual report where you can kind of see what's filled in and what's not filled in. It gives that visibility to, to everybody in the system. I also think that drives some understanding about like, why are we asking for these things? Um, Cause that, cause if it's on a report, you know, it's showing the importance of it. My my favorite story on required properties is the number of times you have a required property, and it turns out there's a legitimate reason that you can't get that information. So what what's the solution? Well, we'll just yeah. put a dash 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 in there, or we'll put a zero zero zero. I'm like, oh, well, okay, and so we were really, 
Yeah. Boy, we don't have, we don't have anything arbitrary here. Yeah, exactly. Which is just, that's even a bigger mess to clean up from a data standpoint that I won't get into that can of worms, but yes. But, but you know what? So like part of the problem that gets in the way of utilization is utilization says be an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're absolutely. not going to be an adult. You're not going to be an adult if I treat you like a child. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I want to get into, and we don't have a ton of time left, but I want to get into what is actually the hard, I think the hardest question to answer here, which is how do you track this? How do you track utilization? Um, I'm, I'm in such a situational. I know. At what stage, at what stage in the process? At what stage of the implementation? So let's say at launch, how do you track utilization? You've launched a new CRM. How do you track utilization? That's probably the hardest one. Oh, no, that's actually the easiest. Oh, really? Yeah. Because what you do at launch is you track a bunch of stuff that, that don't necessarily matter. You know, you know what you track at the beginning is you track activities. Track activities. So like records created... Records created, activities, calls, calls, calls logs, emails. emails logs. Okay. Um, would, you, would you ever track users logging in? Would you ever use that as a metric to track? Yeah. Okay. Um, but like in, 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 in a more mature sales process, and you know mm-hmm. I don't care how many calls you make. Yeah, I know. You also know that's not true. <laughs> I also right? know that, yes. <laughs> but, but what I mean by that is, you know, like when you, when, when it's, it's the same, like think about it, how we onboard a sales rep. Think about how we mm-hmm. onboard a market development rep. We start off in how many calls are you making? What's the consistency yep. of the calls that you're making? Cause, cause mm-hmm. we can't judge you on, on right. success. We can't judge you on outcomes yet. Um, and it takes a certain number of repetitions. So I'm, I'm measuring repetitions. Now, do I not care about calls later? I don't, I don't focus on calls later, but I'll tell you what, if, if your, if your production is strong, and your activity is light, so long as that's sustained. Yeah. Then, then okay. I was going to say, right. if your pipeline's strong, that's when you don't care about. That's when you you're not focused well, on calls. Although, although what I'll begin to do is I'll be I'll, I'll like I'll look and I'll see okay when your pipeline gets strong, what were the calls that you were doing that, right. that led into your pipeline getting strong? Because then when you stop making calls, now I can be like the problem with low activity with strong production is you're really taking advantage of, of activity that was earlier. But, but again, if, right. you know, if you're not getting the results, but I see the activity, then we can work with you. Yep. If you're not getting the results and you're not doing the activity, I can't do anything about that. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. And by the way, if, if, if you're giving the activity, you can't sandbag it if you set it up correctly, mm-hmm. because the number of calls you make should have like, if, if your connect rate is 0.05%, and everybody else is at 6%. Mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a problem. Like you, you can't hide that from me. Right. Right. So that's how you're building out that model. So, I mean, so in, in a sense, what I look at, at logging in, I would look at logging in um, from the standpoint more of, are you not logging? in? Okay. Gotcha. But, yeah. but if I'm tracking activity, then I don't have to look at logging. Yeah, in. sure. Cause by the way, if you're able to track activity without logging in, if if you Your decide, magic. well, well, actually, not 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 holding, oh, no, because no, 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 no. you know, yeah, maybe I'm in my email, maybe I'm using yeah. Gmail, and I'm making a call from there, and I'm doing this, and I'm logging it appropriately, yeah, right. And I didn't actually log into my CRM. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe you like working from from Google Sheets. 
so you built a script to leverage APIs to push your data from Google Sheets into the CRM, or you created a web page for you. Like again, I mean, if you want, yeah. So we I have don't some... need you to be in the CRM. I need you to use the CRM. Yeah, and that's actually a good point because we have some where you like fill out a form to either create a record or update a record. And if you're utilizing that process, that's actually adoption um, and utilization of, of your process without ever logging in. That's I never thought about that before, but that's a good point. By the way, one of the one of the problems I have with how CRM gets developed and designed is we decide there's one way. Right. Right. And so every everyone will enter the data this way. Well, no. Yeah. Right. How, why do you care how I do it so long as I can do it consistently? Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at activity. Then, then we're looking at, you know, what are your key metrics? What's happening? And, and here's what I would say. I would say, treat it seriously. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking at your pipeline. I'm saying, Hey, we got a pipeline velocity problem. Yeah. Right. By the way, I look at it and I say, here, I've, I've got a problem. Your, your average time to proposal mm-hmm. is seven days. Yep. That, that tells me that there's something wrong here, right? Yep. Seven days tells me this, but, but by the way, what do we talk about all the time? Shortened sales cycle. Yeah. Why is this deal in this stage for 37 days? Well, because, because he told me that his, his annual conference is coming up in three months. And so, right. Yeah. Like all those things come in and, and, and we start queuing you the wrong way. Um, so, so I, you know, at, it starts off with activity. And by the way, part of the reason for activity is I'm learning a new habit. Yeah. Yep. Right. I'm, I'm learning to do something new that just, I just forgot to do it now. You know, so I, I begin to pick up that. Right. And then it begins to move more towards, more towards performance. Yep. And, and you're looking yep. at your performance metrics. Yep. That makes sense. Um, and and I would lot. say one more thing. Okay. So one more thing. You've got to communicate the why. Oh, You've yeah. You've got to constantly Absolutely. communicate the why. And, and, and again, I need you to log these calls, not because I'm beating you on the head with ags, but because yep. these calls tell us that, that we need to put resources here. Or these calls tell us that marketing should, should, change, should add a focus over here. How does, because like, too often it's only, like, I'm going to lose business. Mm-hmm. And and if you're going to judge me on loss, I mean, we always say, you know, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah. We count the home runs, not the strikeouts. Your yep. closing ratio is, right. Um, you, you, you know, as, as you deal with that objectively and you're working on improvement and you're re-explaining the why, mm-hmm. I mean, the best way to get utilization is you're never focused on utilization. Right. And that's the problem yeah. with adoption. That's one of the problems mm-hmm. with adoption is for adoption, you're focused on adoption. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I really like what you said about communicating the why, because I think that's a step that frequently gets missed because you get so much focus on getting to launch and getting it, particularly in that early stage of just getting people in and like use it. And we're not, we don't ever communicate why we're doing this. Um, there was actually a lot that, that I thought that you covered that was really, really helpful for me, um, a couple of key points. So adoption being the minimum standard and then utilization is people adopting the system the way it was intended, using the system the way it was intended. And I think my, my big takeaway is 
utilization is the game you want to play here. Like you want to be focused on people using it the way it was intended. Um, I think reinforcing how you use it from the top down. So like as a manager, you reinforce um, other people's usage with how you use the system. And um, I want to make sure this didn't get buried. Your comment on there's more than one way. There's more than one way to do it. Still utilizing the process, I think is, is really key. And that's another step that frequently gets missed. This goes to training. This goes to a lot of things. We talk about like one way to do it. And there, there's frequently more than one way where you're still utilizing it. Um, yeah, I want to I wanna just hit on a couple points to what you said. When you're reiterating how you're using it, that falls mm-hmm. under the category of you do that. That's show business. It's not tell business. Don't tell me how you're using it. Don't yep. you see how I use it? You'll notice that, right? It's, it's, you show me it's that I do what I'm supposed to do and, and I get the positive response. You know, how often we want you to record our calls. Why the hell did you say that? Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, that, that, and then, yep. Oh, when, when we think about utilization, utilization is from a performance perspective right? It's from yep. an operational business performance perspective. That tells you what utilization is happening. And, and the last thing I would say is that probably like, probably the best thing you could do if you're on, if you're on the corporate side of the equation, like mm-hmm. if, if we were just running this company and we weren't doing this for other companies, um, you would never hear me use the word adoption. It would never yep. come out of my mouth. I would say if mm-hmm. you can drop adoption from your vocabulary. Yeah. I think that's a great way to wrap this up. And if you would, and if you drop adoption from your vocabulary, mm-hmm. you'll be saying no to shitty robots. <laughs> Until next time, everybody. Thanks. And that's a wrap on this episode of the RevOps Show. What do you think about the stance that adoption and utilization are different? What's your take? Let us know by sharing this episode on X and tagging us at Demand Creator or by sharing it on LinkedIn and tagging us at Lift Enablement with your thoughts. If you did enjoy this episode, please make sure to go subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you happen to listen to us. We'd also really appreciate a review. If you have any questions you would like to ask Doug or Jess about adoption or utilization, email me at hannah at liftenablement.com or hit us up on Twitter, formerly Twitter, now X at Demand Creator or LinkedIn at Lift Enablement. Until next time, just say no to shitty rub ops.